Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Eden Supervisor Melissa Hartman, who joins me right now. Melissa, good morning. Hi, good morning, Joe. How are you? Doing well this morning. Now, you are currently the supervisor in Eden. What made you want to uh, challenge Mickey Kearns for Erie County Clerk? Um, sure, yes. I am uh, in my seventh year as Eden Town Supervisor. I have worked uh, with regional government the entire time. And so, you know, a lot of my colleagues had approached me and thought that Erie County Clerk would be a good fit given my background in administration as well as my government for the last seven years. And what about the Erie County Clerk's office now being held by Mickey Kearns? Would, are you looking to change, looking to do different than what we've seen from the current Erie County Clerk? Sure. I think that this office deserves some attention on processes and the service that it gives to the county, all residents. And so I, I, I really feel that, you know, there are certain areas in which we are not giving access to all the residents in the best way that we can. I'll start with that. Um, you know, I know recently the, the, the county clerk announced a five-hour-a-week table at the Meriwether Library. I don't think that's enough. I've been out knocking on doors a lot in the east side. And it's difficult. I spoke with a woman last week. It's difficult for them to get to the downtown location. There's no parking. It's not on a major transportation line. East Side is an area that, um, you know, it has, has been abandoned, hasn't had a lot of um, resources and services provided directly to them in their, in, in their location. So one thing that I really do feel we need to have, and that's something we'll do in our first year, is a brick-and-mortar a permanent location on the east side. And I think that maybe we need multiple Buffalo locations, but that's where we'll start. Um, I also feel that, you know, there's some issues within. I've talked to labor. Uh, you know, there, there are a lot of grievances currently um, that the, the current clerk is working on or working against. And, um, you know, I think customer service, if you're, if you're not happy at your job, then that might reflect on the service that you're giving to the community. I feel that we can work on communication and we can work on uh, building relationships with labor and those that work within the clerk's office. That's something else that um, I'll be concentrating on. And I think we need to focus on our seniors as well. We have an aging population. I see that in my own town and the services that we need to provide for them and some of the challenges that they have getting uh, to a service, filling out paperwork, potentially internet issues, um, and just uh, not having the ability to either get on the internet or understand it. 
And so I'd like to have a senior outreach coordinator that's working directly with our senior population to make that service easier. Now, this election, as I said, really heated up last weekend with uh, some accusations of the current Erie County clerk. You brought up the hiring of a relative. Uh, explain that to the listeners. You mean you mean Chairman Zellner brought it up? Chairman Zellner brought it up, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that uh, should be highlighted. Uh, uh, hiring a, a cousin, it's nepotism in my opinion. Um, I'm sure he's qualified, as the county clerk has stated, but I'm sure there were a lot of qualified people who've been within the clerk's office as well who could have been in there that's not related to him. It's a, it's a large-paying job. It's second-in-command. I think it deserves some attention. It's not something I would do, um, especially, you know, given our elected positions. It's something that's frowned upon uh, within and, and potentially ethically not even allowed. That's something we've asked for a review on. Um, but if that's a high-paying job to hire family member, just that's something I would stay away from. Now, also, you, 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 this is, again, the Democrat primary. Now, if the clerk wins this, um, there will be no general election. Uh, if you win the primary, you will face each other again in November. But my question is, you won as Eden supervisor as a Republican. What made you switch parties and because that's become kind of a big talking point from the other side. Right, yeah. So anyone in government that works with me could tell you that there was no surprise that I switched to the Democratic Party. I, I came into the Edentown supervisor not being involved in government or politics at all. I, in fact, had to look up what party I was, in, I was registered as. I don't serve my community as the Republican town supervisor or the Democratic town supervisor. I serve my community as the town supervisor. I don't believe politics belong in local government. I don't ask a resident when they come into my office what party affiliation they're a part of. I'm there to serve the community in the best way that I can and whoever, and that's all across the board. Um, I have worked in government for the last seven years, and I've worked across the board. Um, you know, I got pushback from the Republican Party, you know, telling me you should not be working on the, uh, you know, these efforts by the, the town, or I'm sorry, by the county executive. Um, you know, that's not the type of government I want to be involved in. We have to work together, especially on the local level, in order to get things done. I don't believe in just serving my community in Eden. That's my main job. But I believe in making the communities around us better as well. You know, I, I chaired the Eden County, or I'm sorry, the Erie County Supervisors Forum for three years. I'm the past president of the Erie County Government of, Association of Governments. I sit on the executive committee of the New York State Association of Towns. I think it's important that we work together to make our, our town, our county, and our state better for all. And so, I, of course, they're going to attack me on that because it's probably one of the only things they can. My record stands for itself. I stand by it. I, I, I got my community through the pandemic, which was not easy. Um, and again, it, it shouldn't matter what side of the aisle you are on. It's how you serve and it's that you serve everyone. And that's what I do here. Uh, this week, uh, you also talked about the differences on um, the differences when it comes to gun, uh, gun rights and um, uh, how you would handle that in the clerk's office. What, well, how would you do it differently than how Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns, or what would you like to add when it comes to uh, gun violence? Sure, yeah. So, um, 
what we put out to, was our gun violence initiatives and policy, and we had actually created this the Thursday prior to the racist mass shooting that happened in our community. Um, and what we wanted to do is concentrate on education and also concentrate on safety. Um, so we had put together a plan on a gun buyback, a gun buyback program that was, is, is a concept. It's not something that's been designed. I know that the current clerk attacked us on that and attacked my, my idea on that, stating that it's, it's irresponsible. I, I, I disagree. This would be something that would be done in, uh, you know, uh, coordination with the county executive and the Erie County Sheriff to find a safe location for them to be able to turn back in a gun um, and, and receive money. And let's get the guns off the streets that aren't wanted to be out there anymore. We looked at doing trigger locks with every pistol permit. And I know that, you know, there's an argument, well, New York State requires a, a trigger lock with the purchase, but that's in retail. There are a lot of private sales. This way you'll always have a trigger lock regardless of how you purchase your gun. We also looked at education, suicide um, prevention. Um, 60% of those that commit suicide commit with a pistol. And so we want to make sure that those that are receiving a pistol have education on suicide prevention. And then there's constant changing laws. We're seeing it right now. We'd like to offer a free uh, gun um, safety class that's available to anyone throughout, even if it's not just at your pistol permit application process. Also, the you know the clerk's office deals a lot with the DMV, and uh, there had been talk in the last few years about giving driver's license or giving identification to those who aren't legal citizens. Um, you know, those who are undocumented. Uh, what is your stance on that? It is our job as the county clerk to follow the law. We don't set the law. We don't make the policy. So if the law states that we are able to give these licenses out to those that need it, that's what we should be doing. It should not be the place of the county clerk to argue that, to bring lawsuits against it. We are administrative only. We are to put out policy. Now, you can work with your county government if you have a, a different issue um, with what the, the stance of, of them are, but you, have, you are to, to, to put out the law, and that's what your job is. Because one of the, speaking of that, one of the things um, that your campaign has been going after uh, the last few weeks is the Erie County Clerk's appearance on Tucker Carlson. Uh, I've, I've seen a few things you guys have tweeted out about that. Um, so is your argument that he is opposing New York and that he should go along with what the laws of New York are or his stance when it comes to um, identification for undocumented, uh, undocumented citizens? Well, both. I mean, I mean, I guess I'm going to just circle back to the fact that we're in a Democratic primary and we have, we have a clerk who's trying to win the Democratic primary and he's appearing on Tucker Carlson on Fox News uh, against the community that has the legal right to have documentation and identification uh, in our state. And so I guess both. But I just think it's really important that we highlight that. I think we need to look at where the Democratic values lie. And his argument is going to be that I was a lifelong Republican. Well, my, my values have always lied with the Democrats and on the Democratic side, and, and I, especially in this situation. You will never see my face on Tucker Carlson. And, again, this is local politics, and this is a job where he's not setting the law. So I think it's important that 
we mentioned that we are in a Democratic primary right now. And speaking of the primary, um, polls are open for early voting. Uh, what's the campaign doing through early voting and what's your message to uh, your final message to the voters? Sure. Um, we are out all the time, every day, meeting with our, our voters and, and uh, asking for their support. I um, am available. My office will always be available. I would appreciate everyone's support in a Democratic primary. I think it's important that in November we have a real election with a Republican um, who claims to be a Democrat versus a Democrat who, who is a Democrat. So I really think that it's important that everybody gets out and vote. Yes, as you said, early voting started yesterday, and then the primary is on June 28th, and, and you'll see me out there, and I'm excited. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.